Soulster, it's Kelly, and it's week two of season two. Get excited, it's a Tuesday, and we are so um, glad that you've joined us today. Uh, don't take it for granted at all, your time, uh, and what you could be doing with it. And so thanks for joining us. Listen, this podcast has been going for six months, and Soulster is based on three words. Uh, encounter, identity, and community. So I believe that when we encounter Jesus and truly embrace his presence, that we we come into our true identity and all that God's created us to be, and then we get to live that out loud for him in community, inside our homes, outside our homes, and together as ladies, I believe that when we do those three things, Um, that we shake the gates of hell and bring the world, help bring the world into revival. So that's, that's the skinny. Anyway, so this is a place once a week where I just jump on sometimes with girlfriends, soul sisters is what we call them, and talk about the things that God's kind of been laying on my heart. We talk about each other's stories um, and the encounters and what we're learning about our identity with you all, which is community, right? So today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, first of the year. And and last week we hit on Romans 8, 12 through 14 in the messenger version of the Bible. And I was uh, encouraging you guys in the fact that I really believe Uh, And the scripture says we're to throw off the old and give it a decent burial and then not worry about it anymore. Throw off our old selves. And then saying that the spirit beckons us and there are places, uh, so many places to go and uh, people, right, to encounter. And so my question kind of this week has been, how's that going, man? How's your quiet time going? Do you spend quiet time with Jesus? Do you sit and praise him and just wait for his presence to fall? Or do you just bring him your list? Like, so we hit on that a little bit last week. And I'm just checking in and saying, hey, ladies, uh, hey, soul sisters out there, what what's up? What are you doing? And then if he is speaking, if you're doing kind of the challenge I left you with last week, which was 20 in 2020. So that's 20 minutes. You're going to set your alarm 20 minutes early. You can get up, spend time in God's word. Um, seeking him, reading scripture, praising the Lord for 20 minutes throughout the year in 2020. And I promise you in that you will end up spending so much more time. You'll start getting up even earlier because God will meet you and supersede any expectation that you have about that. It will just, it'll go further than you know. Um, Anyway, so... And with that, uh, then this week, I'm, I'm thinking of these things. Here are some thoughts. Um, God's bigger than us, right? Um, God is so much more than anything that we could ever be, right? I think it's hard for us to get our mind wrapped around it. But, but the whole thing of the Spirit beckoning us, He's got places for us to go and people for us to encounter If you think about that, it is like, uh, I tell my kids, dream big, God dreams even bigger, right? Um, So to you guys, I'm like, hey, God dreams way bigger than anything that you could come up with, right? Um, And then God is saying, the way 
I see scripture. It's kind of like, I mean, I'm not comparing him to Dr. Seuss, but I'm saying, you know, the little thing, oh, the places you will go. I think that the Lord says that when we come into our full identity and we hunger for him and, and we give him a yes. Man, you may not even know truly everything that you've been uh, created to be or who you truly are. But when you say yes, God will set you up in such a way that there is no doubt um, of what's going on uh, and what he has created you to be. It is like a crazy good scenario because he has things for us to do and encounters. And so what what do I mean when I say that? I mean, um, we are born for signs, wonders, miracles. We are born to be dependent. On him, we are born to be in community with him. We are born to sit in his presence. That's really all we need. But then he wants us, right? He wants us to kind of co labor with him, to dream with him, to believe that nothing is impossible, um, and that he will show up in such a way that'll kind of blow our mind. Yep. So I've had some of those experiences. Um, some were in Chinchapuru. Some have been in Haiti. Some have been in Africa. Some have been in Waco, Texas. Uh, and in, in stepping out just a little bit, like, hey, can I pray for you? Like praying before I go in a store. Hey, Lord, is there anything I need to do here? And and you get sparkly red shoes, right? And it's Halloween season. So you go to um, the Halloween section and there's somebody who is looking at a wizard of the Oz costume with the little ruby red slippers. And you say, as I did, Hey, um, this can be kind of weird, but I asked this. And so what do I do? And, um, and the lady says, actually, yes, my daughter's right around the corner. She's been struggling with, um, her faith that we just got our baby who was premature out of the hospital. We don't have an ends to a means to pay our bills, blah, blah, blah. The baby's been sick, but could you just pray? And in sharing all that, the daughter breaks and starts crying and is believing that I must be a believer and that uh, I must be sent from God. And so um, she shares a little, of a little bit of her story with me. And then the next thing I know, I'm getting to pray with her to kind of recommit to Jesus in the middle of the Target, right? In the costume section, pray over her precious little newborn that I don't touch because primary pre-me and, and, uh, I don't want to give them anything, but then to watch the mama, like grandma, who's kind of burdened with all of it. You can tell it's kind of a hot mess, but you could see in that moment, both of their hearts kind of melt and know that Jesus is right. And so it's kind of this thing of, of whatever we dream, God dreams bigger. And, and your situation may be something like this too, like where, uh, where like I'm walking through this right now, like, hey, man, I am so familiar in certain areas of my life. I'm guilty of this. Like I get a rhythm and and I'm good at it and I can almost do it with my eyes closed and even me and God and our my quiet time with him. And then I hit a bump in the road and I'm like, hey, where are you? Like, hey, this is different or hey, hey, I'm not feeling this. Um, and like uh, then it's it's almost like, whoa, 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 like something near and dear to me right now is changing right? It's just changing. It's not bad. It's not good. Um, it is changing, right? So how many of you know, we have to kind of step back and look at that. But the, the thing about it is this, like it's changing in such a way that at first I was hurt, right? Over the change. And then I got to get these new 
glasses on, so to speak, and go, even though this is kind of painful, and it is nothing that I would ever step away from. It's like God came and sat with me and went, here's the skinny, there's this thing, and it's great, right? It's great. But what I have behind my back that you can't see is so big and so, so much greater. And there's so much more for you to do. But I need you to let go of the familiar and what you're comfortable with and what you're excited about. And like uh, all these things, I need you to be willing to let go of it and to take your hands off of it and walk over here with me, even though you can't see it. And I'm going to need you to put a happy face on And even though you may still be grieving or struggling, you're going to start walking towards me and what's behind my back that you can't see. And in the middle of your struggling and doing that, sweet child of mine, there's an 80s song about that. Could be 90s. Just saying. Uh, Jesus didn't sing that one, by the way. But in the middle of your walking and doing that, something happens, the, the... The familiar thing that maybe is a little painful at the beginning to let go of, it becomes less and less painful and you can see it for what it was or what it still is and what it could still be. But you're also super excited and leaning even more dependently on the Lord, co-laboring with him, grabbing his hand one more time to say, I'm not sure about this. This is unfamiliar territory. Help me, daddy, right? Like a kid. Uh, How many of you went to the amusement park or the diving board? How about that? How about swimming? Because we're from Texas, right? I'm from Texas. Like, how about that in the summer months? Like, you go to the pool and you're the kid on the diving board that's holding up the line because you're a little afraid, right? A little scared. And you're, you're like, man, jumping off the side of the pool was not so bad. Or jumping off the small diving board was not so bad. But this high dive thing is kind of scary. And it's a long way down. I'm just saying. And I'm still vertically challenged. Can I say that? Uh, But your dad's down in the water. And he's got the floaty. Like the floaty is going to save you. But I can remember thinking if I hit the floaty just right. Right? How many of you know the floaty moves? You can't really hit that floaty. You'll pop that thing. But your dad's there in the water. And because your dad is there in the water... And even though maybe you can see, you can't see to the bottom of the pool, right? Uh, It's the deep end. And you're like six. Uh, This could be a true story. Anyway. uh, And your, your toes are like gripping the end of the board, right? Because the familiar is the side of the pool with, with one parent hand. And the familiar is the short little diving board that you get one little bounce. Neat. Like it makes that sound. Or boom. Because it won't really bounce. It's no springboard action, right? But you're in the water and it's still fun. And it's familiar and you just keep doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, right? And then it's like, hey, well, why don't you try this one? So then there comes the day that you actually do because to get down the high diving board is even more challenging than the jump, right? And your dad's in the water. I keep stressing that. And you do it and you go down, you come up, you got your dad's hand and he's smiling. He's like, I know you can do it. He's so encouraging you. And then you want to do it, what? Again and again and again and again and again. And all I'm saying is all the emotions that go with the excitement and the heaviness and the scariness and the sweaty palms and everything else as you're climbing up the diving board ladder onto the diving board, gripping the toes, the wind's blowing, you know, like all the things, right? Like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden there's a gust of wind up here. All the things, and the kids are like, just jump already, please, right? And so 
that could be happening in your life. Like you got these people and they're some are cheering you on and others like you could never do it. And others like what's going on and they just want to gossip. But then you got others that are like, I don't even know, but could you just please get on with it? And could you just stop talking about it or, or, you know, whatever. I'm just saying you got naysayers, you got, you got your cheerleaders and then you got just your negative people. And then you're, you're trying to figure this out with God. And he's over here with this thing behind his back. And he's like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you believe that I want so much better for you? Do you know that you are mine and that I love you and that I would never bring ill to you? I would never bring harm for anything that anybody means harmful to you. I will turn to good, right? He always turns to good. So I could be distracted and I could be hurt and I could be wounded and I could think I'm not good enough and I could start competing or comparing or feeling shunned. Um, And it would be okay even to go through emotion. I'm not saying shut your emotions off. Like I got to make sure everything's in check, right? But then I always take it before God and I look at scripture. I got to. I've got to because I got to make sure I'm focused on truth and I'm not buying into lies, right? So God would never shame God would never condemn me. God would never tell me I'm not good enough. Um, God always speaks love and light and hope and joy. And if you are not receiving that, it is not of God. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Because even when he disciplines us, it is done in love. So God always thinks bigger than us. Um, God should, his stuff should make us nervous and make us even more dependent on him, right? So it's kind of like the thing of going up the diving board thing and you're you're so nervous, yet you know you want to do it. It's like this excitable, nervous thing all at the same time. So that's, to me, that's kind of my analogy with, with the season I've been in this week. Like, so, so what are we supposed to do? Well, I'm supposed to look at him. I'm not supposed to get overwhelmed. I'm supposed to trust. I'm supposed to speak love and light to myself. And then... I get to jump in because, man, the adventures that he has for each one of us to go on and the encounters and the signs and the miracles and the wonders, right? I have wonders. I have this thing in my house and in my life that when I'm struggling and sometimes when I'm good, it's just, it's just a thing. It's a wonder. Um, but feathers will appear. Feathers will appear in books. Feathers will appear uh, on cars, like in a way that you just finished driving them, there's no way a feather could stick in the place that it's at. And it's the, it's this feather or, uh, in, inside a jewelry box drawer or in the middle of a bathroom sink or, um, in by my journal, as I have soaked in a hot tub of water and been praying and listening to another podcast. And there are feathers down at the foot of the tub. Right. It's just this thing with me and God and feathers. And I always grab them and I always thank him. And I say, thank you for your presence and feathers in a sanctuary feathers. I mean, I'm talking about feathers everywhere I go. Not all the time, but but when I think that I'm starting to believe it's like his way of saying I'm here and I got you. Hey, girl, I got you. Right. Sounds like uh, somebody's e-course. Anyway, um. So to me, those are wonders, right? And they're all different kinds. Some are white and fluffy, some are brown, some are gray. They're all they're all different, yet unique, all in the same way. And I know it because I get the feeling in, in my body that I get when I know that his presence 
is in a place, right? Even though his presence is with us and he's always with us and he goes before us and makes a way. How many of you have ever experienced it where you know that, that he is in a place like the presence is so heavy. So I'm talking about that. And what I'm saying is that even, um, this past week and all, um, the walking through some things, I know that I'm a daughter of the King and that I want to help, um, pull, heaven down to earth. And I know that God, um, is my father and he longs to invade the impossible in my life. And he says to us, um, trust me, I have so much better for you. My way is always better and bigger than your way. Um, and so I think that that's, you know, that's, that's the jam. Like his way is always better and way bigger and so much more exciting than my way. Uh, if I could just remember to keep my way out of it. Right. So I hope the same for you guys this week. I hope that, you know, no matter what your struggle or what it is you're walking through in this season, that in 2020, he is about getting with it, giving the other a good burial being willing to take what is familiar and set it aside and keep your eyes on him, knowing that he has you and that he has something so much bigger in mind and way better than anything you could ever dream or imagine. And even though it may be scary and overwhelming, he's got you. He's got you in the palm of his hands and he loves you so, and you can do it, girl. You go, you go get him, tiger. Um, yeah. Hey, I just love the fact that you guys tune in and join in, and I love getting your feedback. I love prayer requests. I love praises. I love being with you in the trenches and in your victories. You guys, if you could do me a favor and whatever it is, your social, like whatever thing you're listening to, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apples, iTunes, whatever, could you take a moment and give us some stars? Like if you liked it, could you just... Could you help a sister out and give me some stars and maybe even a review? And then um, you can find so much more out about Soulster and what we're all about. We have live meetups once a, once a month, the third Tuesday of every month in Waco, Texas at the Waco Work Building at 7 p.m. Um, I love it if you get on the website, if you want to come to one of those, they're free of charge, but it is great if you go to our website and just let us know so we can kind of plan. We have coffee, bring your favorite coffee mug, come hang out with us. We are about encountering Jesus and diving in um, with some real conversation and and diving into the practicals uh, of everything. And then on our website, the kellyfalconberry.com we have our first official e-course uh, up and launching, and we are going to do some Zoom groups and some diving in where we can all meet via the computer in a Zoom chat room, and you can talk and I can talk, and it's going to be a great thing. The, the groups are going to be held to like 10 people or less, and so there's a couple of days that you could pick uh, a time and a day that's good for you and plug in, and we are going to actually jump into those uh, February uh, one will launch into the Zoom group meetings the 1st of February. So we've got another week or so to get registered for those things. But um, I truly, truly uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the support um, for me, like just jumping out here and following a dream. Um, we have so much coming up starting 
uh, next week, actually, with some soul sisters and their stories of encounter and identity and community and how they live it out passionately. Because how many of you know your story matters? So you never know. You may be one of those ladies that are asked to jump on here and share. Um, I'm going to close with this. I want to thank Logan Falkenberry for the music. He totally hooks me up every week to record these things. He does the intro and the outro music. Aaron Konzelman has been a dream to jump in and help me with all things technical. And to you ladies who are listening, I hope that you know and you hear that you are his. You are a daughter of the king, of, of the most glorious king, right? Jesus, King above all kings, name above all names. You are you are his daughter. You are his beloved. He looks down and he smiles so big when he sees you and he delights in you. Um, you guys, I love you. Jesus loves you even more. I can't wait to share more next week. And um, I hope you tune in because we are going to have some super fun with one of my super fun friends. I love you guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.